0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In midsummer of 2013, I found myself on a bus heading out of the city of Siena in Italy. Now I had just been sent over to begin doctoral studies at one of the Roman universities, but didn't know Italian in which the classes were instructed, so we're beginning my intensive course. I had arrived in mid-July a little bit late. I had only recovered the week before. I didn't know it at the time, but I had a terrible bacterial infection that nearly killed me. I'm not gonna talk about that now. I had just recovered from intense fevers and chills and body aches and so forth. It was a little weak. Went to my first day of class on a Monday morning, and I had to take the bus. I lived in this little monastery just outside the city of Siena. It would take the bus right into the center of town. Now, it didn't have like traditional American bus stops. You just had to know what your road was and pull the lever out it. Now, my thought I knew which one it was. It was either the second or third, but I think not the fourth one on the way out. Well, long story short, after a full day of classes in the hot Italian sun, I wasn't fully awake going back at about five o'clock in the evening. And I was pretty sure I had pulled the lever at the right, stop. it, then looked, and that didn't seem right. It must be the next one. Well, that didn't look right. Well, it must be the next one. Well, that didn't look right. Well, it must be the, oh, shoot, we're way beyond it now. Well, I know what I'll do. I'll just ride the bus to the end of the line and catch it coming back the other way. Well, we kept going and going and going and going and going. And about an hour and a half later, we come to the end of the line. I get off the bus, the sun is starting to set. and I had been studying Italian for exactly one day. And I am off in the countryside of no man's land in Tuscany. Have no idea what I'm doing. Finally, we're at the little bus depot. And I say in bad Italian, where's the other bus? And he said, this is the last one of the day. I figured that one. Ultima busi in la notte. Okay, this is trouble. I'm who knows how far away from where I need to be. I don't have a cell phone. I don't speak much Italian. In that moment, as I was walking in this little village, I became aware in that moment that I was... Not afraid. I could feel fear just at the bottom of my belly, but I was not afraid. I did not feel alone. I walked up into the center of this small town, again, very, very small town, and I saw on my right was a little restaurant that had people in it, and on my left was the pharmacy. Now, in Italy and all over Europe, you can find the pharmacies because they're marked with a big neon green cross. And I decided in that moment, I am a Christian. I trust in the Holy Cross. And so I said, Jesus, I trust in you. And a little old German prayer, a very practical German aspiration came to my mind, O Maria, hilf uns, which is translated simply, Mary, help us. So I said, Jesus, I trust in you. Mary, help me. And as I was just finishing saying that to Our Lady, turned around the corner and there's a man at the end of the store all alone. It was the only light on in town. All the other shops were closed. The only lights on were the restaurant and the pharmacy. I turned the corner, and there's a youngish looking man. He looked about my age. I was 35 years old at the time. And I'm trying to formulate my terrible, non-existent Italian to try to say something to coherent to this little rural pharmacist and he turns around and sees me, his eyes get big, and immediate love and affection, all in Italian. All I could understand was, oh Padre, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And a big hug, and I could figure out what blessing meant, all right, benedizione, and bless the pharmacy. And I tried in middling Terrible, non-existent Italian to explain, I'm totally lost and have a huge problem. He didn't understand a word that I said, but grabbed my hand, locked up the pharmacy. We walked about two blocks behind to his house. He brought me to his own home. We open up the door, which opens right to the living room. And what do I see? There is his wife. Right? The classic Italian Woman, olive-skinned, black-haired, absolutely gorgeous, and then looking to me like any woman who sees a strange person come into a room—a flash at me, and then the look of death at her husband. Right? Who is this we brought into our house? Then he had me unzip my jacket so he could see that I was a priest, because as there were five little kids running all around. There was a big crucifix on one wall, and this is what I noticed about their living room. Zero TVs, one five-foot-tall crucifix, and in the corner, a 4 foot tall statue of the Virgin Mary. I realized, I'm going to be just fine. Mm -hmm. She was a nurse. She knew English because of her time learning nursing at one of the American military bases. We sat down for dinner. I talked about my love for Jesus and vocation in English. She translated. They talked to me about their love for Jesus in Italian. She translated, and the whole thing was filled with the utter warmth, this strange thing, right? A big, fat American gringo priest, what in God's name is he doing here, right? A big, fat gringo priest saying, what in God's name am I doing here? in love with Jesus Christ and devoted to his most holy mother. We ate dinner, said the rosary. They drove me about an hour and a half back to the monastery, and I never missed my bus stop again. We're gonna pray in just a minute here when we go to the altar. I'm going to say to God, and you're all gonna write hear your hearts when I say, it is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. Because in that far side of the moon, God was my father and watched over and his other children came to my help. And why do we do this? Call God our Father. Through Christ our Lord, we'll pray. And then we'll continue today. The Virgin Mother of God was assumed into heaven as the beginning and the image of your church's coming to perfect to perfection. It is a sure sign of hope and comfort to your pilgrim people. Rightly, you would not allow her to see the corruption of the tomb, since from her own bodily, she marvelously brought forth your incarnate Son, the author of all life. And so, in the company of the choirs of angels, we praise you as we sing, and you know how the rest goes. The disciples came to Jesus and said, Lord, who can be saved? And Jesus said, for men it's impossible, but for God, all things are possible. And so he meditated meditated on that and said, you, with the grace of God, must take up and carry out the impossible, because anybody can do what's possible. And St. Joan of Arc said, we are not afraid, because God is with us. We were born for this. We were born to be like that beloved disciple when Jesus Christ, the author of all life, became the source of salvation for all who believe in him. at The moment he was about to make that great gift of his life, he turned to his mother, who was faithful. Yes, she brought forth the author of all life, but she is blessed rather because she heard the word of God and kept it, and she kept it, to the end at the cross, and he turned to her and said, behold your son, and said to the beloved disciple, behold your mother, so that when he went to the death of the cross to pay the debt of sin and to confront all chaos and fear, when he rose from the dead and said, peace, so that all would be unafraid, do not be afraid, I am not a ghost, I have flesh and blood, I live, I hold the keys of death and hell. And as I ascend into the heights of glory, the Lord goes up to his resting place where he lives forever to intercede for us. We are not left as orphans. We have his great and fatherly presence in the Holy Eucharist, and we have the maternal gift of the Lord in his Holy Mother. I would have been stuck, alone, lost, hungry, and cold if it wasn't for that man who was light unto me and showed me the way after feeding me. And I would have felt awful weird if I walked into a house and there wasn't the woman, that motherly presence, who took care of me and had the special gift of speaking my own language to make me unafraid. Yea, this is the spiritual life. And we ourselves can testify it in all of our simple ways, being faithful to the grace that God has given us, being faithful to our life of prayer, putting away sin when it confronts us, repenting of it when we need to, and coming to adore and call God our Father in the name of Jesus Christ our Son. And being very devoted to his Holy Mother, who is our Mother too, God goes up to his resting place, he and the ark of his glory. The very scriptures testify to the righteousness that the glory of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit brings to his right hand the mother named Mary, who is our mother too, and shall be our guide through all things that we can testify freely and never be afraid of life in Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen.